What up, crew, and welcome back to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thanks for joining me again. We got a two times Thursday, baby. Let's go. I, uh, oh, that's interesting. As soon as I start recording, my AC turned down. That's kind of cool. Like, if you get a phone call, it'll turn the, uh, volume, well, the volume, it'll turn the, uh, AC down for you. I, uh, I think for men, bro, um, there's a certain age where you have to let the childish boy go. Uh, now, and, and listen, I'm, I, I'm trying to avoid absolutes when I talk about this because there are highly successful men uh, that I know that are very passionate about sports, um, that you know have sports teams that they cheer on and all this stuff. But for the most part... Um, the men that I know that are obsessive when it comes to sports ball are not getting much done in their lives. There's something about, you know, I was just driving down the road and this kid, you know, this guy, he's probably older than me, comes out of his, you know, there's a, there's a stretch of duplexes and shared living spaces on my way to the gym and it's in a, they're, they're all kind of falling apart. And the people there have that, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not trying to be mean, but they're just, it's a very poor white stretch, right? The cars out front of these houses are beat up and it's just, it's not a super great area. And I'm driving by and I see this guy coming out of his house. He either, he's either my age or he's older, has to be. And, you know, he's got the flat brim Boston hat on. He's got a jersey on and it's just these long shorts way down past his knee and it's like he's you know all I think about when I look at him is little boy little boy this is a little boy in a man's body that you know I don't know what his story is I don't know what he's been what hand he's been dealt in life I don't know if he's a family man. I don't know what it is, but something about and you can see in these in his eyes that you know I don't think things are going particularly well for him right now. But it seemed like he probably knew a lot about a particular sports team, and I could be wrong. Maybe those were gifts to him. Maybe that's the only outfit he has. You know, I always try to be understanding to the best of my ability of other people's situations and not come to immediate judgments. However. I can make what I would. Well, I'm assuming I usually make very accurate predictions because I'm off. I'm not often wrong about this stuff. It's it's frustrating to me to see these grown men um, with these little boyish. And I, I think this is going to make a lot of people. Maybe it won't, but I, I feel like if this fell into the hands of the right or maybe wrong audience. It would upset a lot of people. I have a very hard time taking people seriously that are way behind in life, that are, they play video games, they watch a lot of sports, or they have some kind of boyish habit. At what point do you realize, like how old and how far behind do you have to be before you start to, hey, you know, maybe I should take all of this energy I'm putting into some various sports ball team or 
Marvel movies and Star Wars or whatever and start to focus it productively in my life. Again, there are some very highly successful men that are sports fanatics. There are highly successful men that have, I like to call, autistic uh, hobbies. You know, they go crazy about one thing. I think that there, there's nothing wrong with enjoying sports. There's nothing wrong with watching a certain type of movie. There's nothing wrong. But when you're so far behind in life that you're in your mid-30s and you're still living in a duplex and maybe don't have a vehicle or the vehicle you do have is falling apart, at what point, like, like if I, look, here's what I'm getting at. If I was in this gentleman's situation, and again, maybe he's a millionaire, and he just doesn't like to spend his money on something, he's fine with living in a duplex, he's fine with driving a shit vehicle, but my, my guess is that's not the case. If I'm in this gentleman's situation, I'm always going to be dressed sharp, and I'm always going to be prepared for opportunity, because... I'm not going to be walking around with another man's last name on my back dressed like a 16-year-old wannabe gangster in my mid-30s. There is a... We have a generation now, and I see this daily, everywhere, of boys that are full-grown men. Full-grown men that are boys would be more accurate. You know, I think about my really good friend who just lost his fiance, uh, he adopted his fiance's son, and hopefully he wouldn't mind me talking about this, but his fiance's son is going to be very, very special. So here's a kid that just lost his mom, and he could be angry, he could be bitter, he could hate the world, and he could become an even bigger boy, but from what I know and what I've seen of this young man, this kid's 19, he's begun starting his own business, and he's in the gym every single day getting into phenomenal shape. He dresses sharp, he's always well manicured, got a good haircut, clean shaven, and here's a kid that just lost his mother, his mom. Come on, people, let's go. What are we doing? Damn, bro trying to get stuff done you know what I'm saying I gotta be I gotta follow these people these oxygen mouth breathers around anyways kids super sharp he's on point he's working hard he's in the gym like here's a 19 year old kid who's a more of a man than probably 90% of the grown men out in the world right now bros about his business no excuses no, just, I mean, literally just lost his mother. At a very young age. Tragic. And bro's out here getting the job done. And that's special. And here I see some 35-year-old man with a flat brim hat and a big, stupid, oversized jersey and cargo shorts down past his shins climbing out of a duplex it's just um, 
I have very little sympathy now for people. Well, maybe he had a rough childhood. Maybe this, maybe that. Well, I could show you 15 different people that come from uh, similar circumstances that are crushing life. So I got to ask you, what's your excuse? I saw this video of this girl the other day. Yesterday, I shared it. This girl, it shows just her upper half of her body. And she's in a gym locker room and she's shredded, man. She's got like abs. She got big biceps, nice shoulders, very fit. And she backs up and she's got no legs. She's got two big plastic black, whatever you, I don't know if they're plastic, what carbon fiber, whatever they are, uh, prosthetic legs. And I'm thinking like, I've, I hear people all the time, I have thyroid issues, I have this genetic disorder, I have this and this and blah, 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 blah. Every bit, every, what, at what point are you gonna realize that every excuse you're making for yourself is just another six inches deeper in your own grave. People don't realize that people are digging their graves all day, every day, all day long. People are literally lowering themselves into a hole daily with their excuses. Like I hear a lot of, you know, I've heard pregnant women complain about um, like they can't work out or for whatever reason. And then I look at somebody like our dear friend Rachel, uh, mine in Geneva's very good friend Rachel Rogers, who's deadlifting 300 pounds right up until the day she gave birth. It's, and she's got five other kids or four other kids. It's like if she could find a way to do it. And you're a young man and you're giving me excuses as to why you can't go to the gym. I can point at a pregnant woman who's 36 weeks pregnant out here deadlifting your squat. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. There's always going to be excuses. There's always going to be a reason not to. And I was just having the conversation with a young lady that I was talking to earlier today. And she was telling me, you know, what I've realized is the best way to overcome things is to face them head on. And I said, you bet your ass it is. The quickest way through anything, the quickest way to beat anything is to go right through it. Like, you know, you have the story of the bison, the buffalo and the cows. So like out west of cows, like free range on hundreds of acres, know that there's a storm coming. They try to run away from it. And what happens is, because the, they're cows and they're slow, the storm catches up to them and rains on them for longer because they're running with the storm. Whereas the bison, they turn around and face the storm and run through it. Both get rained on, but the bison get rained on for a lot less time. People just want to be comfortable. People want to live in their little comfort bubbles. People just want to be coddled. People just want to hear nice things and feel nice things and just feel nice, nice and comfort. And I've got my Netflix and I've got my Cheetos and I've got, and it's just, it's, I, I'm getting to the point now where I've just, I'm much harsher on people than I used to be. I went through a period of my life where I was very harsh in unkind ways to people. And then I think I got a little bit too soft over the past couple of years and I'm kind of coming back to the place of, I need to tell you the truth because I love you and care about you. And that 
the first thing I would do confronted with this 35-year-old man who's dressed LARPing as a little boy. Yeah, I would get to know him and build a relationship with him. Yes, I would try to dissect and figure out what trauma he had been through that made him a 35-year-old boy. But at the same time, I'm going to be telling this dude to his face, he's being soft. And it's not acceptable. I love when God addresses Job. He says, stand up. Stand like a man before me. Be a man. He tells Joshua the same thing. He says, Joshua, be a man. Take courage. Be a man. Act like a man. There's no men left. It's a bunch of little damn boys running around and it drives me up the wall. Because it's the reason why everything is wrong right now. It's the reason why dudes are going into girls' locker rooms. It's the reason why they're going to try these COVID lockdowns again here in mid-September. Mark my words. It's the reason why you're seeing all this degeneracy and lack of morality and nobody cares and the world is wicked and broken. And it has a lot to do with the universe. I mean, God said this world is passing away. And people need to turn to Christ, but men need to start acting like men. Men now are afraid of judgment. Men now are afraid of getting canceled by a bunch of women. It's so despicable. Ain't no woman canceling me. <laughs> I tell you that right now. <laughs> What I tell you guys before, I'm like a brawlic jack cockroach. You can't kill me. Because you know why you can't kill me? You know why I'll never go away. You know why I'll always have a following no matter what people say. You know why I'll always have an impact no matter what people say. No matter what lies are spun or this is done or that's done. You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because I have principles, morals, values and most importantly I have God I have Jesus Christ I ain't going anywhere because I believe that what I stand for and what I speak about is true it's correct it's moral it's righteous I'm not a perfect person I'm so damn far from being perfect but I know that I'm a man I can at the end of every day I can look at myself in the mirror and say you're a man bro good job. I get to tell myself daily. Because I'm out here doing what men are supposed to do. I talked about this the other day. I said a lot of men now complain and whine and cry because they realize that the world doesn't care about them. It just cares what it can get out of them. And I said, you know what a blessing that is? You know why it's a blessing? It's because the world will pay you handsomely if you can deliver value. The world will pay you so much money the world will give you literally anything you want if you deliver value back to it. But here we go. We got a bunch of crybaby sissies sitting around. These men, these big boys, these oversized little boys playing sports ball and video games. Well, it helps my mind. It helps clear my mind. You know what that tells me? It tells me you need a distraction from your shitty life. That's all you're telling me. You make it sound like you were so busy building multiple companies and donating to the poor and 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, geez, I just need my video games to take me away from all this hard work I've been putting into making the world around me a better place. No, you work a shit job that you hate. You've got a girlfriend who disrespects you. And the way that you hide from everything is you play video games. <laughs> That's not a release. It's not a healthy outlet. It's a cowardly escape from reality. I'm eating uh, my pre-workout. I went and did Muay Thai today. Got uncomfortable because my striking sucks. So I do things that suck that I'm not good at so I can get better at them again. Better at them. And embrace being uncomfortable and doing things that are awkward and strange for me. Constantly. So I did Muay Thai. I came home. Had my meetings. Got a bunch of working on some transitions in business between the two, three companies right now. Got some stuff done around the house. Took care of the animals. I was off the porch. Laid down for a little bit. Laid down with my wife because she's tired. Because she's got a six-month-old and she's already 12, 13 weeks pregnant again. So I laid down in bed with her for a little bit and I got my ass up and I'm going back to the gym. And when I get home, I'm going to film some content. And I'm going to get more stuff done. Then I'm going to cook dinner. Then I'm going to read. Then I'm going to put my ass to bed early. And I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'm going to do it all over again. And I'm going to do this day after day after day. Like I have been doing for the past two and a half years of my life. And while you're sitting there playing video games and twiddly winks and betting on your favorite sports ball person like a retard I'm going to be out here putting in work I'm sorry boys I just got to give it to you straight and I'm either going to activate the competitor in you and you're going to embrace it and you're going to get better or I'm going to activate the bitch in you and you're never going to listen to me again and you're going to say that I'm this and that that call me names and that's totally fine call me names I love it I love haters I love it. I love haters. I love when I get nasty messages. I love when people betray me. I love when people are nasty. I love, and I was talking to another young lady today who listens to the podcast. And we were talking about how we just expect people to be dog shit. You just expect it out of people. doesn't mean I'm going to treat you worse. As a person, as a human being, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But I'm not going to get angry when you act like a broken person. I'm not going to get angry when I get hate for giving people uncomfortable truths. It's just part of the territory. It comes with the territory. And it motivates me. So, need all you little boys out there to start acting like men. And stop making excuses. And figure out a way to get the job done and make yourself a better person. All right, let's get.